With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We love seeing our Kiwi athletes win on the world stage, especially when that person is the one and only Paul Cole. Colsey played some of his best squash to win the Canary Wharf Classic in London, beating Joel Macon and the decider on Saturday morning. It wouldn't be right not to celebrate yet another tournament victory for the great one. Colsey joins us on the line this morning to reflect on an outstanding week in London. Colsey, how you going, buddy? Kia ora, boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great, mate. It's um, It's been a, a wicked week for me, so um, I'm, I'm on top of the world this week. Mate, I know you are, and it was so good to see you working extremely hard. That You work extremely hard every single time you take to the court, but in behind the scenes, I don't think everyone appreciates the work that goes on behind, mate. So you've been working extremely hard. As, how fitting is it to get the result finally? Yeah, if I'm, if I'm being honest, mate, it's probably one of my... Um, more rewarding wins. It's not my definitely not my biggest title or you know mm. one of my my dream events uh, to to win in terms of prestige and stuff. But um, considering you know where I am in my career and um, everything that's gone on the last six months for me, this is one of you know um, the most rewarding wins. Like I said, and uh, it felt it felt amazing, man. Just a, a huge sort of weight off my shoulders and. Um, sort of found myself on on court competing again and felt more like mm. myself than than I have in the last eight months. So um, from that sort of point of view, it was it was massive, man. And it was um, after last week, it was it was a pretty tough week for me. So to bounce back with you know my first win in the, you know a few months is is awesome. You take us through the last couple of months, uh, Colsey, like the things that you've been working on. You know how how hard it has been, knowing that you are giving it all, your blood and your sweat but you're not quite getting the results that you were after. So take us through those last couple of months. Yeah, it's been um, it's been interesting, man. I probably haven't really realised what's been happening to me until um, last week almost, I think. Um, I had I haven't had a terrible season, but I just haven't sort of been mm. winning. And I haven't also been... I haven't... Even the matches that I've lost, I haven't been feeling myself in those matches, you know, sort of um, making a lot of mistakes and or giving it to my opponent too easy and... I lost first round in my last tournament and man, I was done. I was just so over it um, and not over squash, but just over feeling like, like that on court. So um, yeah, I spent, you know, a huge week last week um, in the mental side of the game rather than the training and just trying to work out what was going wrong. And yeah, I just broke it down and um, watched some of my old matches back and just um, did some really hard work and, and got myself, found myself back on court. So I was, to be honest, I was, I was very nervous this week going into it because I was really high on confidence and it was best of three, so it's, it's harder. But 
yeah, I, I sort of um, found myself on court again and just, you know, um, I don't know if going to one sort of made me try and trying to be someone else on court or trying to play a different way. But yeah, this uh, this week I sort of got back to the old pool, the one that got me to number one and, and, and type of squash that, that got me there and just felt simple again. It felt natural on court and, um, you know, that's when we sort of started flowing and we just got better every round and, um, you know, finished it off with a, a good performance in the final. So um, for myself personally, it was a massive week and, um, you know, a huge relief after, you know, the last couple of weeks especially. Kelsey, how satisfying was it to, to get that win against Ali Farag in the semi-finals? You know, five sets and you must have been feeling it. Your fitness is obviously, you know, well and truly up at the moment. Yeah, mate, um, that was huge and it was... Uh, that was sort of like the, the, you know, the tip of the iceberg to get the confidence back to beat Ali again, and um, in a in a marathon match that was, you know, one of the sets was like nineteen seventeen, so that also is it's basically like two sets, you know. Um, so that that sort of did conf- did my like, confidence the world of good, and again it was just um, I beat him playing playing my squash, and um, you know the squash that got me to one, so that was. is also the the main thing to me to be honest. Even if I lost that match, I think I would have come out very happy because I. I sort of found myself on court again, and um, that's what this whole week was was about for me, trying to trying to get back to playing my squash and to have a win like that was it was huge, you know. And um, every set was big points, you know. They were tiebreakers, so it could have gone either way. But you know, I won won those points, and that's you know half the battle in professional sports, just winning those big points and identifying them. And um, that, that that match, I was extremely happy with, yeah, for sure. What about Joel Macon, mate? Like you've, you're starting to, you know, go on a little bit of a, a grudge match now with with Joel Macon. It was good to get one over him, obviously in the final. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he he um he's a good lad, but he put me out first round in the tournament before and sent me into a dark spiral. So um, I had to get some <laughs> payback for him for doing that to me. <laughs> was that always in the back of your mind? Um ah. Yes and no. I, I try not to get too, I don't really get too caught up in that because then I get I get too fired up. Um, it's not good for me to play squash. So um, I was just c- trying to concentrate on my own game. But, you know, that stuff always fires you up, doesn't it? It always gives you that little extra 5%. Um, but, yeah, um, he, he's a good lad. He, he plays hard and plays fair. So that's the way we like to play squash as well. You know, it was just a good – he's probably one of the fittest on tour as well. So it was a, it was a real grudge match, and um, but played in the right spirit. So it was good fun. Colsey, how's the recovery after the the win, and what you got coming up next? Recovery, yeah, I um, yeah, obviously uh, put down a few few beverages um, after the final. Had one night, one hour's sleep, flew home, and then just spent the last four hours building a an IKEA bed. So um, body's pretty shot, if I'm being honest with you, mate. But uh, we've got three weeks to prepare for the British Open, so that's a uh, one of our our main targets for the year. So. Um, yeah, very happy with the sort of mental and physical space I'm in. So I just got to keep building for that. Um, and I'll I'll go over and have a, a week's training camp with my coach just before the British Open and see if we can um, do that for, for the third time. Mate, you've you, you got no time off here because over the summer, you probably made your biggest career move to date. You just got engaged. So there is no time to go and relax. You're preparing for a wedding, mate. So let's be honest. How's that been for you? Look, you, you, you don't like to share too much, but 
you know, you've obviously made the move and you've got engaged, so surely that's at the back of your mind. Yeah, definitely is, mate, because um, we're sort of planning it now and I've seen the wedding bill, so if I keep losing first round, it's going to be a bit of a shock. So I need, <laughs> I need to keep winning, bro, just to uh, stay afloat, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, no, I can't lose first round anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh mate, we're all so proud of you, and it was so good to to see you you back on the on the winning stage. But I know I've been speaking to you quite a bit over the last couple of years. You're an absolute champion. You love your golf, but your you, your game and the and the tough like kind of moments you've had to go through when you've been at the top and trying to to stay at the top is is very hard. So you've obviously found that formula. Are you still constantly working on the mental side of the game? Like how much is that? more than actual the game itself 100 percent, bro and um you know like we, we've had a few facetimes and you've been super helpful it's just and i've tried to reach out to a lot of people like yourself um you know who have been there and, and get some advice and um obviously it's my own journey but you know I, I try and speak to guys like yourself who have been there and just get advice on how to handle it because it's, it's a completely new 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 journey for me and a, a new time in my career i was never I was never a, a top guy, so for me to get like top of the world, it was sort of shit. What's going on here, you know? Um, and I really think it did. Without me sort of knowing, it definitely did affect me in terms of how I played squash and how I saw myself. So um, it was a real. A, the last sort of two weeks has been a huge learning curve for me in terms of how to handle it. And I think that's been the main thing I've taken out of this win is just to, um, you know, I didn't think I changed, but I, I guess I did change my squash and how I was playing, and you know, maybe just trying to prove proved to everyone that I was still number one so it was um and that it was sort of affecting my performances so I think I think for me personally this has been a huge um learning curve and everything that I've sort of spoken about to people over the last eight months is sort of it's I don't know it takes a while to sink in sometimes sometimes it's not just like an overnight night thing and um for me the last two weeks has been it's been huge man and um you know I hope I hope I sort of found out how to handle it and where to go from here I, th- I feel like I'm I'm going in the right direction so yeah it's just about you know, sticking to that and, and sort of remembering this lesson and um, trying to build on that. Mate, you constantly, you, you never ever get satisfied with your, with your career and you're always constantly working on your craft and I can see that from what I'm seeing and hearing, mate. Yeah, you're working extremely hard and uh, the results will, will speak for themselves. We appreciate your time there, Colsey. When are you back? When are you back in the country? Um, I'm back in, in June, bro, so... Um... Yeah, we might have to finally try and get that round of golf. We've been lining up forever. You keep dodging it for some reason. I'm not uh, sure. Do you know what? I'm going to have to continue. Well, it may be because I shot 13 on one hole, and I've seen your swing, and it's pure, and you flush it. And look, I love golf, but I've got all the gear, and I've got no idea. So there you go. And I'm going to continue to shy away from it, because in June, I'll be on crutches, and I would be no good for you, but we can catch up, oh. and I can probably come around on the golf cart and... And uh, have a chat to you, but I'm going to get my knee done in May, so I'll be uh, no good, no good for our little golf game. But there's plenty of time to be had, mate. We appreciate you coming on in. Well done on the weekend. Great to see you back in the winner's circle. I know you've been, you know, busting your guts out week in, week out, and there's no better feeling when you get the results. So well done, Colsey. We're all right behind you. We're all so proud of you, brother. Thank you, boys. Really appreciate it. And really appreciate your help, Izzy. Uh, it means a lot no. to me, bro, so thank you. All good, Colsey. Thanks so much, mate. You take care. All right, boys. Speak to you soon, hopefully. Awesome. There he is, Paul Cole.
talking about that result on the weekend and um, you take a lot of you know learnings from that and you know when you get to the top it's very hard because you know when you're flying under the radar keep you, you don't have a target on your back but when you become world number one and you're winning constantly on the world stage everyone it's a bit like the Crusaders. You've always mm. got your target. I'm not saying that to be funny, but like you, when you're that constantly competing and you are the benchmark, it's hard to stay at the top. And I think that's what Colsey's been alluding to is he's had to go through some difficult times of trying to reinvent him. Not reinvent himself, but just find ways of getting through it. And the mental, the top mm. two inches, it's always spoken about, but it is a funny muscle. It can take you to some weird places. It surprised me, you know, like Colsey, how he continually gets over the top of the likes of Ali Farak um, in these big games, you know what I mean? This, this, this kid from the West Coast. And then, you know, the other, the other one with the young, our young athletes, like you, you talk about our, our um, winter sports athletes as well, like young, 21, they got that, that two inches that you're talking about, that mental space to just com- continually compete at the top and, and not the people off um, at that level so interesting from Colsey there I sort of he- heard when I was listening to you um, you interviewing him that relief mm. you know like that deep yeah. breath that sigh of oh I got through that one and, and I'm really over the moon that I, the, you know, my plan came together and I got the win and I think those moments there are when you where you grow you go, yep, I, I, that self-belief becomes, you know, even better. It's the same with Leicester Fainuka on the weekend. You know, he made a statement. I mm. reckon he's woken up this morning or yesterday morning going, oh, okay, I got there. I've Pre- done that. Pressure is funny, Kempi. Like, you, mm. you actually think you think there's a lot more pressure on you than there actually is. And mm. you, you put in your, so much pressure on yourself. And the, most of the pressure comes from internal, you know, because you know how how you can compete, you know where you can get to, and because you've reached the heights of the ultimate heights. But then you continue to think because of the expectation that is put on you externally, you feel like all these eyes are watching you. So it's a funny thing how to deal with that, that external pressure that you think's there, but it's probably not as not there as much as you think it is. Yeah, the intrinsic mm. um, anxiety that, that comes along because you're thinking... Like, I remember, I remember I used to go out in the morning of the test match and run around in the car park. I said, just get a football mm. and run around in the car park and practice like backyard football. And just to take my, my head out of the test match, you know, like I'm having fun chipping, chasing and living those childhood dreams, you know, where me and my, my twin mates used to play on the, on the berm on the side of the grass and they used to tune me up and get me ready for my, that moment in the test arena. Um, and it's how, you know, everyone has a different way of dealing. It's really interesting to hear that Colsey, you know, that, that he's reaching out, he's talking to you, you know, I'm talking to people that have been there, they've been under so much pressure and how do you handle it? Like, that's, a re- that's really smart. Mm. You know, that's, that's how those people at the top stay there because they're saying, like, I'm doing this, but I'm always looking at other ways to continually stay in front of yeah. people. And he's doing it, you know. He's, um, I, I think that's just a really good part of New Zealand sport is that, even though you're coming from the West Coast, you know, you're white-baiting one day, you're winning world champions the next, um, you're always looking to see where that where that um, little gold nugget is just to keep you in front of other people. Yeah, 